This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, let's uh, maybe put some drink money on the AFC East this season. Who's the best quarterback in the AFC East? Is it Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Tua, or Mac Jones? Because we were debating this earlier. I feel like it's Josh Allen, but I think you like A.A. Ron. I think you could make a case for both. And before I get into like my spiel, how much do numbers account for an argument here? Because it feels like, to me, quarterback is... Almost an eye test here when the numbers are so similar. Because mm-hmm. I think the the one factor where Josh Allen has over Aaron Rodgers is the fact that he's incredibly mobile. Yes. And we know that he's a big guy. He can take the hits. And they use him as almost a running back. They That's do. why they don't have much of a running offense because uh, he is just it. He is their running back. And he's pretty damn good at it as well. Uh, but for Aaron Rodgers, there is a reason that this guy has won multiple MVPs. And even the year where nobody wanted to vote for him, people hated him so much. There was a guy that literally said, I'm not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers because I hate him as a person. Uh, But still, this is somebody who won an MVP, what, two years ago? Yeah. People are acting like, oh, my God, he's so old. It wasn't that long ago. And I did not watch his games last year and think, okay, the arm strength is gone. Right. Like, he made some bad throws, but also... You could tell, you could feel the tension between Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And mm-hmm. I think that is the biggest difference this year is it feels like the tension has been lifted and he looks younger. Mm-hmm. He looks more relaxed and it looks like he's really enjoying the spotlight that he's getting in New York City. So I do think we're going to see a good year from Aaron Rodgers. But like if you told me that like Josh Allen's the best quarterback in that division, like I wouldn't fight you on it either because he's also younger. I think Josh Allen is the best in the division, and I understand the argument for Aaron Rodgers. I I do worry, if you're a Bills backer, about them placing so much of the onus of that offense on Josh Allen because he's expected to throw, obviously, and run the ball. But here's my question about Aaron Rodgers, because there were some throws last year that normally he makes, he didn't make, and it could be a one-off. It's not a big deal. But I also think, do you think that Tom Brady, I think, because... He played until he was 45, and he defied expectations for years and years and years that that is not the norm. I feel like we expect it to be the norm now because Tom did it, but Tom's the GOAT. So I think there is a real possibility of Aaron Rodgers falling off a little bit 
because we're we're thinking, well, Tom did it, Aaron can, do, but Tom is such an anomaly that I think there is a possibility of Aaron Rodgers falling off a little bit more than we anticipate because we assume he can play until his forties, and and he can, but also the idea that he'll be just as good as the goat into his forties is not necessarily true. Right, but Tom Brady was also significantly older. Like, didn't he retire at 45? Yeah. He led the league in passing at age 44. Uh, Yes. That's what I mean. He's an anomaly. So I think even if Aaron Rodgers is close to that, you know, because what is Aaron Rodgers, 40? I believe he turns 40 this fall. Yeah, so, like, he's still, like, five years behind that. And I think that also the craftiness. Yeah. We see this with the older stars point. across all sports. Like, look at Justin Verlander and guys like, well, Garrett Cole's not that old. But Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, these guys may have lost a tick or two when it comes to physicality, but they make up for it with their knowledge of the game mm-hmm. and knowing how to pitch and knowing what pitch to throw. And same could be said for quarterbacks. Does anybody manipulate uh, audibles and the referees more than Aaron Rodgers? Like, I think right now the answer is no. Like, because I think Tom yeah. Brady did a great job of, you know, calling the audibles and wasn't Peyton Manning, like, famous for, uh, you know, calling all the audibles, like, the, the oh, wild and, uh. yeah, the wild and wacky names that he would come up with. So I think there's that factor as well, that even if he loses a step, uh, physically speaking, mm-hmm. he's still going to find ways to make up for it when it comes to the football intelligence that he has. No, that's a good point. Best running back, Chelsea. James Cook, Raheem Mostert, Ramondre Stevenson, or the combo of Brees Hall, Michael. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Carter, who is it? Well, because this is not an award based on potential. This is right now. So Mm -hmm. I think it has to be Ramondre Stevenson. Came on strong late down the stretch for the Patriots. Uh, on an offense that was very disjointed, because I think that goes into the handicap as well, is that if you can rush for over a thousand yards in an offense that had uh, Joe Judge and Matt Patricia as your offensive coordinators, God. like you're doing something right. So Ramondre Stevenson averaged five yards of carry. That's a good number. Anything around five is pretty damn impressive. Uh, so I'll go with Ramondre Stevenson here. I agree. Although I cannot wait to see Brees Hall. Like, I'm such a Brees Hall fanboy. I don't know why I'm such a Brees Hall fan. Big 12. Big 12. He was so good at Iowa. I just, that Jets draft was so incredible Mm -hmm. a couple years ago. And it's crazy to think about that. Had he not gotten injured, maybe he's the offensive rookie of the year instead of Garrett Wilson. But if he comes back and is even a shell of himself, man, that Jets offense is going to be something else. But right now, you're absolutely right. It is Ramondre Stevenson. What about best receiver? Now, this is a tough one. I mentioned Garrett Wilson. Certainly on the come up, he's already great. Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, maybe Jalen Waddle. Who are you going with? It ain't that tough. It's got to be Tyreek Hill. It's Tyreek, right? Like, talent alone. And, like, even numbers alone. He had 1,700 receiving yards last year. And that was a year in which the Dolphins didn't even have the same quarterback for the entirety of the season. Because how many times have we talked about receivers and 
you know, the caveat is, oh, well, he never had a good quarterback, so he can't put up good numbers. Mm -hmm. Wasn't this the case with like Sammy Watkins forever in Buffalo? Because they're like, well, he's never had a quarterback because this is predating Josh Allen. But if you can put up those type of numbers when your quarterback's constantly having concussions, because it wasn't just Tua that was getting hurt. Teddy Bridgewater got hurt, too. Then it was Skyler. Is it Skyler Johnson? Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. Yeah, nailed it. Skyler. I knew it was Skyler something. Um, But I will say, like, the Dolphins played pretty well against the Bills in their final game of the season. I know they covered that spread, uh, but still has to be Tyreek Hill for me. He is a pure athletic specimen who I have no doubts will surpass his prop this year. Oh. Yards? Who Who is the player with the most pressure on him or the team with the most pressure? I think it's Aaron Rodgers. It has to be, right? I think the sneaky pick here is probably Mac Jones. Really? Because, I mean, he could lose his job. Yeah. I just don't think. I feel like it could be week five or six and then Bailey Zappi is in. The expectations are so low for the Patriots that I'm not quite sure. Matt, I feel like Aaron Rodgers has to perform. And did you hear Sean Payton take shots at the Jets yesterday? Oh, yeah. And Nathaniel Hackett? He basically said... Possibly the worst coaching job in the history of the NFL. And he called out the Jets, too. And he was saying, look, I've seen this before. These guys are doing the PR spin machine. They're bringing attention to themselves for all the wrong reasons. And he essentially said, just watch. Just watch. So do you think there's a case to be made for Aaron Rodgers and all of this buildup, but then he doesn't perform? I feel like when you're in New York City and you draw all of this attention to yourself, which he is absolutely done on purpose during the offseason the onus is on him to get it done because he this is what he wanted okay now get it done well that's why i said sneaky i think mac jones has a lot of pressure on him too because also bill belichick like when's the last time the patriots had a good season been a while without tom brady because we had that year where mac jones in his rookie year was incredible Mm -hmm. at one point the patriots were favored to like win the super bowl it was crazy when they were playing all those close games and mac jones looked like the next tom brady Remember when Lucy Burge came on the show and said that? I do remember that. Yes. Not one of her better Let's run it back. Yeah. But Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, as far as the pressure on him goes, here's the thing. We have such a recent example of this very scenario that turned out poorly that I think it's a case to be had. Look at Russell Wilson. How many people said, oh, the Kansas City Chiefs. They may not even win their division because the Denver Broncos were just a quarterback away yeah. from being a Super Bowl caliber team. And they were right. Like they had a great defense. They had all these receivers and they brought in Russell Wilson. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Yeah. Ride to a terrible season. Oh. So you look at that scenario and you say to yourself, OK, everybody believed in Russell Wilson. All of the cards lined up. Yeah. Maybe it's the same for Aaron Rodgers. But I tend to think. Differently. I also, I was just thinking back to last year. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. I like that you (laughs) added a lisp just for fun. Let's ride. Let's ride. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.